Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. USA! USA! Shot clock turned off. Calvary. Hall. Eight to shoot. Hall. The runner! Loose ball! It's good! Williams Goss comes out of the pack. Matthews for three. It's time for Zag's Hoop Talk with Jack and Zach on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh, wow. Here's Jack Ferris. They found mold in my apartment. And Rob Zachary. All I was thinking about is, like, how do you know what things to use to wipe? Zach and Jack, he's Rob Zachary. I'm Jack Ferris. It's a late one. I've never been happier to record so late, Rob. Can you hear my pussy purring? Yeah, you look like a you look. What's the uh, Inspector Gadget villain? The Claw. Yes. Well, he's With been on my he's on my lap. I just wanted to ver. But he's he's been pretty loud in his purring. But anyways, what's your cat's yeah. name? Bubbles. After Bubbles. the Trailer Park Boys. Bubbles. Um. All that said, Megan Timmy, Drew's mom. Yes. On the podcast. Yes. Exceeded expectations. She's amazing. She's (laughs) honestly amazing. And she she came out she came out with some fastballs too. Like she was prepared. She was more prepared than we were for the interview. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I want this on the record too. I texted Rob, what was it, yesterday afternoon? I was like, hey, like a screenshot of our conversation. I was like, Megan, Timmy, tomorrow, podcast. And Rob was like, Jack, how did you get her number? Like, you were immediately like, you did not, like, DM, like, that's not no, what we I do. And like, I was like, no, dude, dude no, like, come that's on, not man. what we do. It's not what we do. It was outsourced. It was a back-channel situation. She was asked. She said yes. Boom. Shout out our unnamed source, Lissa. Yeah, <laughs> but no, unbelievable. I just time. thought you were. I was like, "There's no way, bro." Yeah. I really. I just. There's. No, I was like, "Come on, Jack." Well, I'm I put better. the. I put the text. I was like, "Hey, is if there's any way she's down after um, her and Lissa made their TV debut together, I was like, "Hey, if there's any way she wants to join the pod, great. If not, totally get it. Just shot in the dark here." And then, like an hour later, we were all set up. So yeah. shout out Lisa. to our associate producer there, Lissa. Uh, do you smell that, Rob? I, so, I smell success. Yeah, that's the smell of our farts, buddy. They smell a little bit better this week, don't they? Dude, I went to both games. Did you? Good for you. Went to both games and Texas, well done, boys. Well done. That's all I have to say. Um, I, I was impressed with the whole team. Uh, again, Hickman's now becoming one of my favorite players. I know. I, I, I really like him. And I, I honestly hope to what you were saying earlier, I hope he doesn't start because I love having him kind of lead the second unit. Yes. I'm a huge fan of his game. Uh, everybody uh, top to bottom, everybody played well in both games. 
Um, I think. Were we wrong, Rob? Let me ask you this. I'll tell you so, my words. I eat my words. We they, were so, I don't want to say negative, but cautiously optimistic, almost pessimistic last week talking about. We're realistic. Game. We're optimistic, but realistic at the same time. Shit could go sideways real quick. You just never know what might happen. So, you know, <laughs> this it, is just what life is, you know? It was one of those games where it was, it was wire to wire to me, game of his career. We had the magic stuff happen like Rashir. How Parker. awesome was that, too? He got to play against his home state. In front of his family. Great stuff. Drew Timmy becoming the face of college basketball. Is it the villainous face? I don't know. We'll ask his mom in 25 minutes. Stay tuned. But, yeah, no, it was one of those games where everything was cracking in our direction. And I, I almost felt that. I was like, damn, dude, I kind of just – or we kind of poo-pooed the Zags last week leading up to the game. Again, because I because it's like I care about you, Rob. I care about Gonzaga fans, and I wanted to temper expectations. Now I'm going to go the other direction, and now I'm going to be heartbroken if we lose one of. Uh, no, well, here's the thing: we played great team basketball. Um, Anton, keep going aggressive to the hoop. Dude, I'm loving it. He, I'm loving it. He, I'm loving it. I've been down on him. He is finding his role on this team, and that's being just an asshole defensively, and it's awesome. Yep, I'm loving it big time. Keep it, keep it going, um, all the way around. Chet did it, did his thing in the second game. Um, uh, I know he didn't get what what people thought he should get. I think also Timmy was rolling, so you can't really if you put you split both guys' points. You know what I mean? Damn near that's 40 points within, right? If you think both guys got 20 and 17. Yeah, I, right? I, I, but, I'd like to know your honest opinion there. Why? Because that was really the storyline outside of Drew having 37. Oh, my God. He could have had more, too, I feel like. Uh, Chet only played, what, 23 minutes? In yeah, I'd opinion, like what, him. What's that I'll, about? I'll be honest. I'll be real. Like, I would like him to be a little bit more aggressive. I'd like him to, and when I say that, it's not. Um, I, I would like to for him to look for his own shot a little bit more. Showcase what you can do. Yeah, it's his third game of this of his career. So, yeah, we'll, you're we'll and you're the number one guy, man. Like the pressure. I know that he might feel a little bit of pressure, but at the same time, and he might just like to be team basketball. I don't know, but um, I feel, hey, you're. You're the number one guy. You're allowed to take the shots that you feel like you're able to take. But I'm no coach. So that what the might, hell am I say, you know? And Drew going off might have been the best thing to happen to him. You know, Gonzaga right. cruised to an easy victory. Everyone's, you know, Googling over Gonzaga, rightfully so, smoked the number five team in the nation. And he didn't have to do much. It was light right. work for the most part. At least it, it looked like light work. Well, so maybe on now the he offensive can... end, he sure. did a great job on the defense. Blocked a lot of shots. You know, I, he did it. I, he did his thing on defense. I just, I would like, I just like him to shoot more. It would be one thing if it was a grind, a grind, a grind, and we eked out a close game, and people would be looking at his stat line asking for more. Or even if we had lost, all the attention would be on him. Um, but. You know, he played 22, 23 minutes. He had two points. We won by, what, 15, 20? So 
best case scenario, maybe I mean, well, best case scenario would be him having 40. But but or even like just a solid, but um at my standpoint, just looking if I was a scout, uh and you're the number one player, either you're not aggressive enough, and I hope I'm not getting in between the team and him, obviously, but you're not aggressive enough or they're not finding you enough shots. Right? Yeah. End of the day. So um I just would like him to shoot more and showcase what he can do so he can be successful and be a high draft pick. He, he's going to be a draft pick. That's inevitable, right? Yeah. So let, let's not – I want him to feel no pressure and start just going off, man. Just shoot. Don't feel bad. Play better. Skate better. That's just Brink. I just yeah, quoted, yeah. I quoted Brink. Brink. How great is Brink? Skate better. Thanks, Katie. Speaking of movies, off topic, by the way, Harder They Fall. Have not seen it yet. Oh, dude. Now is that's in the, my, um, it's, it's in my top five now of all time. That's the Black Western kind of deal. Oh, f- dude. Wow. Great. All right. oh. oh, okay. But Stringer going Bell? back to best. Stringer Bell. Dude, I was, I was locked in from the beginning. Harder They Fall. Check it out. When did wait? Is that on Netflix? Correct on Netflix. When did it come out? I have no. I don't. I haven't been watching Netflix for a while. It just gets that's old for me. That's on me. I'm usually on top of that kind of shit. Uh, Harder they fall. Check it out, man. Everything. The music sound. I I even downloaded the soundtrack. I was so like a nerd. King Richard on Friday. HBO Max. I'm cool. What? You're cool. I I will watch it just because I like the story i want to know the story but will, will smith uh, is back baby will smith doesn't no i we'll see we'll see will smith is always will smith hasn't yeah he's quite when funny. when did you lose your faith in will smith because i have that to after imagine. earth bullshit okay that was a tough one that one was awful He's had a rough go too in in the public yeah. eye. He's got, yeah, his, his, uh, we're not gonna have to go into his life, but yeah, that was tough. Well, I think he's back, baby. He's doing. His, we'll see. His I'm like, I'm, I, I want to see the story, so I'm curious. I will watch that though. King Richard, uh, should we should we go over some numbers here, Rob? We need to talk about these threes. Well, I guess if we're if one of our best players shooting thirty seven, and that's not a big deal, but. How many threes did we end up with, Jack? Do you think I don't? I, I I'd have to pull that up. I was actually stalling to pull up our sponsorship read, but I have a question to lob your direction while I pull it up. Do you think we found our shooters in Rajir Bolton and Julian Strother? Oh, Julian Strother, keep shooting, buddy. I like that. Do you um, think that's sustainable, though? Yeah, well. The good thing, I, I think, a good thing for him was he was able to. He didn't play that much last season, right? So he at least knows how long a season can go for. I, at this at this level, I don't know if he can keep up with it, but I, I I have confidence he can do it. He looks like he's energetic enough that he can keep that shit up. He looks like he's the emotional yeah. leader. Yeah, exactly. Of Timmy, I love obviously. it. Keep it up. Uh, these numbers. Are brought to you by who, Robert Sacre? Sacre. Ooh. Sacre. Sacre. 
Dude, um, so I side note, I played golf with a dude from Vancouver, and you played AAU hoops with him. His name is Nick. Can't remember his last name. Hell of a guy. Really? But I said, um, you know, we're a couple holes in, and he's like super polite, like all Canadians. And I'm like, hey, what's your stance on French Canadians? And he goes, frogs? Trash. <laughs> it was so great. People universally just hate French Canadians. It's the yeah, best. they're different, man. They're just different. <laughs> but, uh, Rob, we're back and better than ever, baby. I was going to say bet online. That's right. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, 50 to receive your bonus. Did I, did I do all three of those and like the same exact pitch and everything? It sounded, I felt like I was in repeat mode, but okay. Well, then good. Feels like I nailed it then. Yeah, From awesome. basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing. This copy's old. I get in trouble when I read the old copy. Uh, bet online is the fastest, is easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. I will say, God, I, I just want to say thank you, Jack. Yeah, I don't have nope. to read that. Thank you. No, um, I love our, our our sponsors, but I don't want to read all that. That's no. Um, when it comes to gambling on the Zags. What are you betting? You take the Zags when it's a marquee game. When it's a big primetime game under the lights, you take the Zags, you give up the points. You don't give up 40 to Alcorn State. I'm done doing it. I'm sorry. I've had enough. I've had enough of betting Zags and them not covering. Well, the Zags Zags UCLA is probably going to be six, seven points. I think I'll hammer the Zags. Would you give up six, seven points against UCLA on a neutral court Tuesday night? That's crazy. It's six days away. I'd give up. I'd give up six. Yeah, right there, huh? I'd give up eight. Do it. You give up eight. Go on, Jack. Believe BLEAV 50, receive your bonus. It's funny. I haven't heard it from any of the Texas guys since we, uh, since I recorded their podcast with them. They don't want these problems. Um, all right, let's look at the numbers. 89 points per game. That's good enough for 33rd in the nation. Pretty good. Uh, St. John's, number one with a bullet. 105 points per game through two games. St. John's. St. John's. The St. John's. Yeah. Are they in Big East still? Uh, yes, but the Big East, you know, is like the Catholic weird league. With Yeah, no, I didn't know if they, yeah. And there's the American Conference, too. The but... AAC. Yeah, that's that, UConn is still in AAC. They still are in Memphis. You know, it's a sad state of affairs, East Coast basketball, isn't it? There was once a time when we were in oh, college. The Big oh, East. Oh, the Big East was the Big East was scary. <laughs> Yo, I didn't remember uh, watching because they would oh. their games would be on like Monday night, and we'd be watching and be like, "Oh my, this is a different level of basketball." Holy shit! You had Marquette. <laughs> yeah, Marquette I, when Pitt. Juan Blair yeah, and stuff. Pitt right. was awesome. Yeah. yeah Marquette, Pitt, uh, St. John's, Providence, UConn, UConn Syracuse, yeah. Georgetown, Louisville, uh, uh, DePaul. Um, <laughs> ew, they had no right to be in that conference. I, uh, Providence. Else? Here we go, Friars. I, 
Yeah, were I said. In, were they in there? Were they in the yeah, game? I'm thinking. I'm missing one more that. Uh, Louisville. Nova. Nova. Yep. Yep. Now it's all over the place. It's just crazy to me. Yeah, you need a map. Um, you, <laughs> uh, field goal percentage, really good, Rob. So, like I said, we're uh, 89 points per game, 33rd in the nation. We could probably easy easily be in the mid 90s if we didn't take our foot off the gas. What did Timmy? Did can, do you have Timmy's? I do have Timmy's. We're gonna get to Timmy. Oh, okay. his field goal percentage. Yeah, I was gonna say right there alone, he was money. I don't, but I can pull that up. But we are shooting as a team, fifty five point seven percent. That's ninth in the nation. That's We're getting those efficient back to the basket. Drew Timmy footwork. That is quite good. ESPN game log, Drew, Timmy. God bless the um, internet. F- uh, Three-point shooting, not so good. Actually, not terrible. No, I was going to say, we didn't shoot bad. 33.9%, which 10 years ago would be really, really good. As it stands, 33.9% from deep is good for 159th in the country. I'll take it. Which is wild. Drew, oh, by the way, is shooting 64%. Exactly. That is <laughs> unbelievable. Um, here's, here's somewhere we can improve, Rob. Turnover differential. Ooh, it, it kills me on that. Yeah, yeah, it gets a little sloppy. But it does. It, I will say it was pretty good versus Texas. It gets sloppy when we're up 15-20 on these second-tier teams. Just kind of, and I think like that's a lot. Like that, that's that's age, right? I think that, I think that's just that's an age thing because it, that's all. And I'm not giving. I'm not going to give these guys an out. But when you're playing these other teams, you're playing those guys have you know a couple seniors on their team. I'm sure they're not going to just quit against the number one team in the country. You got and you kind of. Uh, lose complacency, I, I should say. Right. I, I think it's human nature right, to be up 20 with 10 minutes to go and get pretty lackluster with the basketball. Right. Right, right. Now we, right now, we are plus three in turnover differential. So we're averaging three more or the other, the opposing teams turning it over three more times than we are per game, which isn't bad. It's 109th in the nation. But just to give you perspective, West Virginia, so we're plus three turnover differential. West Virginia is plus 14 and a half. So room for improvement there. Right. Uh, tighten it up, fellas. Tighten it up, tighten boys. It up. Free throw percentage. Care to, care to guess where the Zags are at? I would, uh, where are we at? What are we shooting? Uh, I would say, um, sixty nine. Nice. I just like that. Right. Uh, it's a dirty episode. Uh, seventy seven. <laughs> We're shooting seventy seven from the line. Not too bad. Fifty fourth in the nation. Look out! That's Look not bad. out! For no, those- I just I just threw that number because I I felt like we shot pretty good. Not like bad. You know, we've been shooting really good as of late, but last year I just maybe it was a. I just got last year stuck. I was stuck in the past. 
and I will say this about Chet Holmgren for being a seven footer. He might have the prettiest free throw of any seven footer I've ever seen. What I'm saying, let him shoot. And he's going to, he's going to be shooting some free throws this year. So hopefully that stays pretty. I mean, why wouldn't it? Um, okay. Should we get into team leaders? Drew Timmy is averaging 19.3 points per game. Thanks in no small part to the 37 he had against Texas. Again, this, this could easily be mid twenties if he didn't play like, 15 minutes a game and, in those and two he made me games. eat my words i'll say it in this in the fact that i said he needed to you know he set the bar so high yeah he set the bar so high last year that he needed to come back and like do something special and damn he did it he set he, that bitch higher i'm he, impressed 37 against texas 37 against Texas. Uh, we were much bigger than uh, look. I'm, I'm again, look at me. I sound like I'm taking something away from Timmy, but um, I will say the Texas podcast guys called it. Uh, they thought Timmy was going to have a big game. I was hemming and hawing on it. Timmy dominated those guys. Yeah, man. And what, what concerned me was uh, Texas had like four guys that were the same size. I thought they would just continue to throw bodies at Timmy. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter what they did. Yeah, they threw bodies. They get in their bodies out on the bench. Fouls, fouls, fouls. It's terrible. I'm like, damn, they, they couldn't, they couldn't keep the guy in front of them. No, no. Um, care to venture a guess who leads the team in assists? Robert Sacre. Chet. Uh, no, Andrew Nemhart. Oh, oh. Andrew Nemard, five assists a game. Pretty good. Anton Watson, 2.3 no. steals a game. No, he's – he's keep going. Keep. He – it's a body language thing. Every diehard Zag fan knows this. The way he carries himself kind of turns people off. Hand it's up. A I've, I've, it's almost I've, a Stever. But, God, has he impressed me these first three games. No, I'm, I'm an Anton I'm very, guy. Yeah, I'm excited to see what he does this season. He's really – he's just um, – just looks more aggressive. He finds it's, himself in those passing lanes. Uh, he's not afraid to, like, reach in responsibly. And you said it after the first game. Look out for my man, Anton, and all his steals. And I was like, okay, like, he just – I mean, I could be out there – get two of the steals that he had in the first game. Uh, he was a difference maker in Texas off the bench, I will say. Yes. No, I, I, I'm excited for him this season. Like, just the way he, he changed the game, absolutely. I think he's going to be – he's going to be exciting. Chet Holmgren, to no one's surprise, leads the team in blocks four. He had goddamn seven game one. Um, but again, yeah, I have another note here. Texas, just 24 minutes for Chet. So I wonder if that's a, um, I mean, is that a coach few? Hey, you're still a freshman thing or no. did, uh, I can't imagine it was because no. Chet is a freshman, but he's not a freshman. And coach few is a no, real person. I, I don't think it was that. I think he just, I like, I want him to look to score more. That's it. I think once he does that and, Stretches the floor, and that'll be great. And I think he can shoot the three. Keep shooting. Keep I'm, shooting, brother. Yeah, keep shooting. Um, dude, who led us in rebounds, please? Chat, eight a game. Cool. I think I, I don't the Texas game. I don't know. I'd have to look up Texas in particular, but I'm talking I'm talking about the uh cumulative over the first three games. Let me see who led us in 
boards against Texas. Uh, That would be Drew Timmy with seven. Nice. Chet had five in 23 minutes. Um, Crazy weird scheduling situation coming up here, Rob. We play Friday, correct? We play Friday. Are you going to the Bellarmine game? No? No, I don't know. I wouldn't if I were you. I don't think I wouldn't if I were you. I'll find out. But interesting enough, we play Bellarmine Friday night. Then we hop on a plane to Vegas. Different plane, but Bellarmine is also going to Vegas where they will play UCLA in Vegas on Monday night, a night before we play UCLA. So Bellarmine will play us and then UCLA before we play UCLA. Yes, never mind. I was going to be inappropriate. What were you going to say? Uh, How good? What? Uh, no. Oh, I, sloppy seconds. Were you going to say? Sloppy? I was. It was going in that direction. I I didn't say anything. I just tried to censor myself once on this show. Um. Yeah. Bellar- UCLA will get Bellarmine sloppy seconds. That's correct. Uh, uh. And then we got who do we have? The Chippewa Central Michigan Monday night. It's that time of year, man. It's um. It's a great time to be a Zag fan this time of year. Pretty much through New Year's and then March. Um, everyone's got to cherish it out there. Dude, I'm let's go. I'm excited I, about this season, man. I don't I, I'm not going to apologize, but I feel like I owe I feel like the people need to know that I'm aware of how down I was on the Zags last week. And you were too, man. You and I No, I'm both- I'm with you. I but I'm excited. Like what I what they and we sound like some bandwagons. <laughs> I know we sound. I sound. We do. We sound we like Gonzaga Twitter. But shit, when you when you play Texas like that, of course you're gonna get me excited. Damn and right, you gonna get me excited. I will say I had Villanova money line last week, taking on UCLA. They were only like three or point three four three point dogs. I had them winning the game. They should have won the game. They were in control that entire game. Villanova. Um. I, I want to say, like I said, it's the spread's going to be five or six points. I'll lay it. I'll bet Gonzaga because they've been showing up in prime time games outside of the national championship. Um, there you go. Can't help yourself. But Mick Cronin and that UCLA team, they're playing with like black magic. They find ways to be in the game with two minutes to go. Villanova mm. was up like 10 with eight minutes and in complete control. And they lost. So we'll see. Um, Mick Cronin, excellent coach, obviously. He plays up. He plays down. Oh, WCC news. Did you see the BYU score yesterday? Did I? What was that about? Oregon? What the hell was that about? They're like, we're leaving the WCC. We can now play our real basketball. I don't know. Jesus Christ. For those of you who don't know, BYU went to Oregon yesterday. Oregon, the number 12 team in the land. BYU beat him by 32 points. It 81 was an ass, It was an ass whooping. 81 49. It, it wasn't even that close, if that makes any sense. No, um, it was it was a true ass whooping. I couldn't believe. I was like, BYU, who are these guys? Doesn't look like a BYU team. I'm looking at the roster now. There's there's more um yep, more Mormon names on there. Some of the, some good old boys like Caleb Lohner and, and Barcelo, but how old are these guys? Uh, Barcelo's got to be mid twenties. Uh, Twenty three, Phoenix, Arizona. Corona that's not. That's not to me. When I, 
I do they have any 25 year olds? 26. That's a man. That's when you're starting to enter manhood. That's when you shouldn't be playing against 18 year olds. Spencer Johnson. Is there a more Mormon name than Spencer Johnson? That's the guy knocking at your door. Hunter Erickson. All right. We're not making fun. I'm not making fun of the I can't. I can't. Nate Nate Hansen. I'm not um these guys, yeah, these guys, I can't. How old are these guys? Stop, Jack. Stop. We're not doing this. I can't. I won't. I'm not gonna jump in. I can't. I'm not gonna jump into this pool. Uh then don't. Let's jump into Stop. This has been a crude episode. This I know. Whole time. You know, I dude, I honestly think it's when we record at night, we get weird. <laughs> um, and it's a full moon. If you would like to see the Megan Timmy interview in its entirety, you are in luck. Go to our YouTube, go to our YouTube page, Sack and Jack. Uh, it's on there. She was so gracious with her time. Like Thank I said, you she was- so much, Megan. She out-prepared us. She's got yeah. some phenomenal questions for uh, Rob at the end. Really insightful stuff on name, image, likeness, too, and, and Timmy's experience. I was I kind of felt weird asking those questions, but I felt like they had to be asked. She was great answering them. No, she was phenomenal. Um, again, through some wild questions, mind you. Wild. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was one of those um, things, just so you know, as soon as we stopped recording with her, you know, we BS with her for 10 minutes after that. I wish to God I had recorded it because things opened up in, in, in the best way possible. Right. When we Man, stopped recording, was not prepared for that. Uh, apologies to drew. for yep. getting him. Oh, I am, but I'm not. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. Drew. Come get some, come yeah. get some. I texted you by the way. So you let you know, you better text me back. You guys are supposed to play one-on-one. Maybe if you play your cards right, Rob, he can he get you in a problem. In, he doesn't want these problems. Maybe if you play your cards right, he can get you into a Boost Mobile commercial with him. Or maybe even Northern Quest. Maybe he's like, hey, Northern Quest, can we, my buddy, Rob, yeah. can we throw him a bone? Hey, Northern Quest, him? let him in. Let him in. <laughs> uh, all right, here's Megan Timmy. From the corner! Oh, this thing. Now, yeah, Rob. I we try our best, and I think we do a pretty good job not fanboying on our own podcast when guests come on. <laughs> this one's going to be tougher. Yes, we are in year three of the Gonzaga Drew Timmy experience, and making her first appearance on the Sack and Jack podcast is Drew's mom, Megan Timmy. Well, mm. all the way from Texas, welcome, Megan Timmy. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank I- you. Listen, I appreciate you guys having me. Uh, first question, I, th- I feel like we need to get this out of the way. And okay. uh, you alluded to it a little bit when we weren't recording, but I just want to confirm, you did not get Drew's blessing coming on here. He did, no, he did he, not sign off on this. No, he has absolutely no idea I'm doing this. <laughs> I, I like for my I like for my trolling to be uh, public and surprising. So he may oh, he'll get a nice awesome. little something. <laughs> we won't embarrass him too much. Well, don't don't punish me because you don't want to embarrass him. Come on. I got to I I feel like I already know the answer to this, Megan. But uh, Drew's nothing if not a showman. It sounds like he gets it from you. <laughs> I would say he's probably a combination of, of me and his dad that way. Like his sillier side, like boy humor comes from his dad. But, um, you know, a little competitive fun probably rolls from me. <laughs> yeah. Are you uh. who stresses more? 
you or Matt? Matt oh, being Drew's dad, excuse me. Yeah, I will. I think it depends. Like during a game, oh my God, I'm so locked up. I feel like I need like the recovery treatment the players get after. I'm so sore. Like I'm so tense. But um, no, my husband's pretty laid back. Matt's a pretty laid back guy. He's from Colorado. That's why. No, he's from Michigan. He's from Michigan. Oh, didn't he? Yes. So he played in Colorado. Or no, where is that called? S- no, he played at SMU in Dallas. Oh, this Mustangs. I thought he <laughs> oh, I thought you guys were somewhere connected in Colorado. Where did that we, come We vacation there a lot, but um and love it, but that's our closest contact to it. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> it's 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 crazy to think that this is year three because it feels like Jutimi has been a part of the Gonzaga family for for a decade now. Isn't well, that whole been... decade was 2020, Jack? Yeah, <laughs> yeah accurate. Um, yeah. Going back to just God, what four years ago when he mm-hmm. was undecided, or I guess it was uh, was it November 2017 or 2018 when he decided? 2018. Okay. And it was what Texas A&M, Texas, Michigan mm-hmm. State, Zona. It was um, let's see, like his final five. Yeah, yeah. It was. Um, let me see if I can remember it. It was Illinois, Gonzaga, um, Arizona. Mm, okay, hold on. I can't believe I can't remember this. I totally okay. should. That's no, okay. it's okay because I. A&M. Yeah, he didn't fit. Here's the thing: you're listing all these schools off, and I'm hearing them. He doesn't fit any of those <laughs> schools. Well, sorry. I, I want to get into a time machine into back to November of of 2018 in the Timmy House. How influential were you in the decision? Did you did you want? In the back of your mind, did you want him to go one place, but you, you know, did the mom thing and said, wherever he wants to go, I'll be cool with? Or were you, did you say, I want to go to Spokane? You know, I, I don't know how influential I am. I mean, in my mind, I'm probably one thing. And in reality, maybe I'm another. I don't know. But, um, you know, so Drew got like his first offer as a freshman. And I mean, he had no idea what made a good college or what he liked or what he wanted. He was still trying to figure out freshman high, you know, freshman year of high school. So, you know, kind of my thing was with him was just like, he had to figure out like what his differentiators were, right? Like, you know, do you want a lot of the schools we'd go to, they kind of segregate their athletes into these like, you know, three story, beautiful apartments. And, you know, one of the schools, like every kid had their own, you know, private chef and had their, you know, name on logoed on their bath towel. And, um, you know, Drew's just not that kind of guy, right? Like he doesn't, he doesn't want to, he's a zag guy. He wants to live in the regular dorms with regular kids. He wants to eat in the same places. He wants to, he wants as close of a regular college experience as he can have. And so that, and then like the coaches being honest with him, um, were like, he decided ended up being super important to him. And the only requirement I had was, um, it had to have an airport. So like, I gotta be able to get there. That's That's fair. That's fair. The, oh, Alabama. That was the other one. Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa has got to be tough to get to. I can't imagine. It, it was a little bit, but it, it, it sure is a pretty campus. So it, it had its benefits. The only thing he had with Alabama is that mustache. Other than that, <laughs> I don't think you see again, he doesn't fit any of those schools. He's a zag just 100. He's just zags recruit crazy individuals. Yeah. And he fits 
all those bubbles. He could he just marks all that off. He certainly Go ahead. Baby. I was just going to say, like, if you ask Drew, like, he'll tell you the first time we went up there, like, he kind of knew and like, he kind of spent the rest of his time trying to figure out, like, why it wouldn't be a good fit just because it was so far. And he kept trying to, like, figure out the reasons why it was the wrong school for him. And he just mm-hmm. he literally just couldn't find any. And it is it literally could not be a better fit. Could not be like it is. It was clearly the perfect place for him. Not unlike Rob, I think uh, I was talking to a couple of people about this recently. I think when Drew's professional career is all said and done, hopefully two decades from now, he's going to end up in Spokane, just like all the other Zag great legends. I think, I think he may spend some time down in Texas, but I think he's a, he's a Spokey. No, he, I'll, we're going to make him Spokey. We'll make him one. We'll make him one. It just, <laughs> I got to get my hands on him. He's been in a bubble. Uh, Megan, a couple of years ago when Rob and I launched this podcast, one of the big storylines of the year was I really wanted Corey Kispert to be a national villain. I thought it would be great for college basketball in general to have a villain on one of the best teams in the country. And I thought it'd be great for the program. I thought it would be great for Corey's brand. Corey just wasn't, that's not in his DNA. Yeah. I could list, I mean, I'm, I'm. I respect you enough and I feel like I have, I gauge your personality enough to know that I don't have to list the laundry list of accolades that your son has. I have nothing but respect for your son. He's a great basketball player. Do you embrace the possibility of him being the bad boy of basketball this year? I mean, I'll tell you, it's so funny. I mean, everybody's always compared him to Christian Leitner, you know, as far as like Christian Leitner. Oh my God, we get it all the time. And they're like, oh, there's going to be a, you know, something about I hate Drew Timmy and, you know, that sort of a thing. And, um, you know, I I mean, I feel like, I, I feel like people who label him as a villain just don't know him and don't understand that. Like when he's on the court, like nine times out of 10, he's not talking trash. He's making friends. And when he's, you know, doing his flexing or his dumb little mustache, little thing and uh, all those other things, like he, um, I mean, literally he's just having fun. Like he just, he loves the game. He loves to play and he likes to make it fun and joyous, not just for himself, but for others. And that's, I mean, like chest bumping Mark few before every game, who does that? Like, I thought he lost his whole playing time and his scholarship the first time I saw it, but (laughs) He, that's what he does. Like he just tries to find a way to bring joy to everybody because he loves it. I used to be a villain. I mean, you know, whatever people are going to have their opinions. I used to be convinced because he's so big and he plays with such energy that, I mean, when I didn't know him as a player a couple of years ago, I was convinced, oh, this guy's going to get in the fight and it's going to be awesome. Like, I can't (laughs) wait to see it. You know, I'm like trying to pick out. We did have bets on that. I'm trying to pick out which game it's going to be. As you mentioned, the more I like, I, I don't, I don't recall him getting in any kind of dust up. That said, the casual sports fan who tunes in for three, four, five Zach games a year, they see the mustache, they see, they see the yeah. twirl deal, and they think, oh, there's the best player, if not one of the best players, if not the best player on a really good team, and he acts like that villain. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think, and do you think he embraces the bad boy image? I think, I think Drew's Drew, right? Like, and he's going to be Drew, and he's not going to listen to to folks, if, you know, if he, if he knows who he, he knows who he is, he knows who he wants to be. He knows what he's talking about on the court. He knows those kids. I mean, he has so many friends from so many other teams that, um, you know, it's, he's fine with it and it's, it's not going to bother him. And, you know, it really doesn't bother me. I know what he's doing. So, I mean, he's Mama, got, he has an edge Mama to him. Knows best. Yeah. Is, he has an edge to him, but I like it. So is he a mama's boy? 
Because I am. I am. I can say that. He is. Oh, he'll tell you. He's 100% a mama's boy. He really is. Um, you were a star tennis player growing up. I mean, I played. I played in college. <laughs> were you Were you gregarious? I'm trying to think of, of adjectives yes. that aren't offensive. I mean, I, listen, <laughs> I like to have a good time. I may or may not have uh, given a few yells here and there and, um, you know, had my outfit on point. And, you know, but I, I'm going to tell you, much like Drew, like I was always over there making friends with the people on the other side of the net, right? Like we don't have to be enemies. We can have fun while I win, I hope. So <laughs> are you the kind of mom that... Um, feels like the other team and the other coach is out to get their son and the, and the referee. You know what I mean? No, I mean, I mean, in the moment, maybe I have. Yeah. 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 yeah, (laughs) But upon reflection and uh, cooler heads, no, no. I mean, I think that the refs call the game and the kids have to adjust, right? Like I just, all I hope is they call it, you know, equally to the best that they can. But no, I think, uh, I think that's part of the game, right? You got to adjust to what the coaches are doing. And if they don't like you probably because you're doing something right. Cause there are a whole bunch of kids. They don't even know their name. So. Uh, can Drew hear you during games when you're at games? He, I'm telling you, I can whisper in that kid. He can hear me on the floor or he can read my lips from the stands. It's super funny. He says that all the time. And people like in Dallas who like seen us at games, it's so funny. That, well, it's, you can, you can hear your mom, no matter what, you're always going to be able to hear your mom through a crowd. That's just what it's human nature. I guess. I don't know. Uh, More stressful watching games at home on your couch or in person? Oh, I don't know. That's tough. Probably at home. Um, just because I don't know if I'm there, I feel like, you know, like something's going to change or he might look up or, you know, whatever. Like, so I can just like see in his eyes, like, you know, if he's focused, dialed in whatever. And at home, you know, maybe not if the camera angle's not right, it's not working for me. So, (laughs) uh, you spoke about embarrassing your kid. Do you have, do you have a little secondhand embarrassment with some of the the uh, celebrations? Oh, no, I think they're fun. Listen, I think they're fun. Um, the only thing that mustache is so awful and he knows I can't stand it, but, um, it is funny. Like I have to give him credit. It is super funny, but there are times that thing is so raggedy. I mean, I'm like groom that thing up. If you're going to have it, trim it. I mean something, but as long as, but I will say this, I have drawn the line. If he brings out that monkey tail, like we're, we're going to have a, that's going to be a problem for me. What monkey, what monkey tail are we talking about? Uh, you know, like where it comes across and then it goes around your lip. Oh, that's a thing. Oh, Is I he... thought it was called a monkey tail. Maybe I'm wrong. I, that's what I didn't know people do that. Hell, I hope they don't. But, um, what about you know, a mullet? Nope. Can't do that either. That's gross. Oh, that's no. Texas though. I mean, not my kind of Texas. I don't know about your kind of Texas, but that's all my Texas. Trust me. I, you don't want to know where I've been in Texas. Listen, it, my husband has hair envy too. And he's, you know, he has a good bald head. He, he wants all the hair coming out. So yeah, let him have a nice business in the front. It's really business-like and then have a nice good old curl in the back. No, oh, I can't even yuck. You mentioned uh, uh, Matt's dad or sorry, Drew's dad, Matt is bald. Yes. He's, do, you think, yep, he's, do you think Drew's going to lose his hair? 
I don't know. He's you know, he says you get it through your mom's side. Uh, so my dad has a full head of wavy hair full. So he is convinced it's not going to happen to him. Megan? Fun fact, though, fun fact, back in the day when he was little, he used to wear he used to have his hair like shaved as tight as he could be because he wanted to have the scrapes like his daddy was what he used to say. So he was trying to get as bald as he could as fast as he could. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pardon my French. That whole yeah. it's on your mom's side thing is bullshit. Because oh, I, I thought for sure, I thought for years and years I was good to go. And like in the last five years, I'm like, nope, it's, it's, I've got, I've got maybe a year left. Let's Probably. see it, Jack. Let's see it. Here we go. <laughs> what do you think? Do I have a year uh, left or am no, I, you am I on like borrowed time months. already? <laughs> you have months. You're banging at the door right now, Jack. <laughs> Well, I, I drew, drew, I told him he's in luck because his dad swears I'm the one that caused his bald head, not any kind of other anything. So uh, if he, if he marries somebody not like his mother, maybe he, maybe he has hope. <laughs> um, you've certainly taken to Gonzaga Twitter in a big way. Uh, I remember a couple of years ago, like Megan Timmy here, Megan, I'm like, oh, maybe that's Drew's sister. That's cool. It's like, nope, mom. You're very active. You're very fun. <laughs> you lean into it in the best way possible. Uh, I imagine, you know, Drew can speak for himself, but, but from your perspective, are you, are you happy with the Gonzaga decision? Oh, like for him to go there and play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Like every part of it. Like there's not a single part I'm unhappy with. Like the kids that he hangs out with are amazing. The coaches are unbelievable just looking at how far his game has come from the day he stepped on that campus till now. I mean, the opportunities he's had. Um, the parents of the kids who play on the team, the kids themselves. I mean, it's just really like top to bottom. It's such a good fit. He's so happy. Um, we love it up there. It's just, it's a beautiful place. Um, the fans it's so, it's so beautiful. Do you have Coeur d'Alene on oh, I, your, on your wall? Is that a map of it Coeur d'Alene? It is. Oh, good eye, Rob. I have, yeah. Coeur d'Alene and then Lake, uh, another Pondere. One. Yeah, that's it. Pondere. <laughs> Have you been to Lake Pondering? Yeah. Okay, right on. They love it so much up here, they had to get some. Listen, and then we have, in the back here, we have when Creighton came to, whoops, Mm -hmm. when Creighton came to the kennel. Oh. That's our back picture. I think it's 2004, maybe. Wait, when Creighton was at the kennel? Wasn't that that Creighton? Let me see, my line. Oh, so you got a picture. You got like a stock of okay. not even a game that Drew was playing in. Yeah. Oh, God bless you. Good for she's, you. She's a, <laughs> she's a Zag. We're all in. We're, I love it. You definitely inherit. The, when you become a fan, you inherit the history of the program, too. Uh, what do you guys stay there? Deport? Uh, we, yeah, there. we kind of stay a little bit of everywhere. Um, so, and so, I mean, I think we're going to try out the casino one time. We've heard it's yes. super cool. So we'll, we'll get over there and try that um, out, but we're, we're kind of up for anything. Sometimes we'll stay in Coeur d'Alene, like we'll stay wherever. You mentioned the casino. What a time to be the face of a program, let alone the face of the number one program in the nation. Name image likeness. Yes. Now, I'm sure you had some kind of inclination. This is the direction we were going back in the spring, mm-hmm. but as soon as the NC2A gave it the green light and everything, how, how crazy has the summer been with inquiries of Drew's name, image, and likeness? How, how, how can you describe the, the experience? 
So it's, I mean, it's, it's one of those things. It's a little bit overwhelming. Drew luckily has a good agent um, that's working with him. And so somebody that we know and trust, Jermaine O'Neill and Tracy McGrady. And so their group seven, one, um, and they've been amazing, but uh, to help us navigate through it, but it's so much of a, it's one of those things. Everybody's learning at the same time. I like to research and know what I'm doing, especially when it's my kids future involved. And there just wasn't a lot of time for that. Right. And so it's been a crash course. Um, there've been a lot of inquiries and we, you know, Drew's kind of a methodical slow guy on things like this. Like he wants to be sure it's the right image. He wants to be sure it's the right deal. Um, he wants to be sure that he can balance everything and not just take anything, um, and, and wants to look at a longer term brand piece. So like figuring out the best way to go about that has been incredibly interesting. Well, I mean, I guess time will tell if we did it correctly, but, um, it's been, it's been a lot. What kind of brands reach out to him? Cause I, I mean, my Instagram blows up, uh, with him and Northern quest. So that's one. Yeah. I'm sure there's some coming down the pipe. I don't know how much you could tell us, but yeah, I mean, well, he's like, today's at a boost mobile appearance. So he's doing boost mobile. Um, and then, yeah, he's got, uh, Walker's furniture. He's been working with them. Um, you know, drew really drew. So a couple of things that are important to drew again, much like college, we talked about what drew's differentiators are like, what's important to him. Um, what does he want to do? Um, what does he not want to do? Right. And so, um, you know, he doesn't want to endorse anything he doesn't like. So he tries the stuff out if they ask him and if he's thinking about it, he'll try it out. Um, and he also wants to do local Spokane businesses as well. And not only big businesses, he wants to do at least a few small ones um, because he just feels the community has been so good to him. He wants to be sure that he highlights and gives back. So um, those are kind of the pieces that are important to him. He wants to have a, a good mix of, you know, national and local um, and some of those just regional pieces. Has Bass Pro Shop reached out oh, to us. I'm sorry, that's a cat tail in your Oh, face. isn't that creepy? Oh, it looks that. like a ghost. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah, God, it creeps me out. I'm <laughs> so sorry. No, it's, it, it happened. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Bubbles come. This is Bubbles. Oh, uh, Bubbles. So cute. Bubbles uh, comes on the lap every episode. Precious. Realize that. Uh, I don't want to inundate you because, again, th this, these might be questions more for Drew himself, but uh, what kind of time commitment are we talking about for something like boost mobile, like one and done, you got me for four hours, guys, let's shoot this and get it done. Or is it like a recurring thing? So it just depends like on the deal. Right. I mean, we just try to, you know, now that he's in season, it's, it's a lot, we're a lot more careful with his time. Um, and so, you know, so for like Northern quests, like the commercials, right. Those take, those take all day, right. To film and things like that. So he, um, you know, those take a little bit more time. Um, if it's just like a photo shoot and an appearance, like it's a little bit shorter. Um, and then obviously working through social media. So, um, it just, you know, it really just kind of depends on the deal. But what I will say is like, we've been really conscious about like when it's during season, like his focus is school and basketball. And that's it. And if he, if he can't, and he's got to have some downtime in there too. And if we can't get those three things in, we don't have time for, for other things, but he's been really good about balancing it. So what a crazy, so it's been from one year where it was just him going to school to like, you were getting calls every yeah. day. And like yep. you mentioned, Megan, there's no, there's no one who's gone through this before that you can reach out to and ask for yeah. advice. It's the wild west. It is, oh, And I, I imagine companies are just kind of making blind offers and just gauging where they land on it kind of thing. Like this will correct itself in a yeah. few years and there's going to be right. a system and agents are going to know what they're doing. Businesses will know what they're doing right now. No one has any idea what they're doing. 
So, no. I mean, good for you. Good for Drew, I guess. I will say this, like Gonzaga has been really good about educating the kids like on financial literacy and um, things like traps to look for, bringing in attorneys just to kind of help them figure out how to navigate. So that's been super great because it's always my second opinion. Um, because I mean, you don't even know like how much their time's worth when this first started or, you know, what do you even ask for? What are things that should be there? It's just, it's just a, such a different, um, it's such a different format than what I'm used to. It's certainly out of my wheelhouse in a lot of ways. So, you know, we just have to you know, do the best we can hope, put, our, put ourselves around people that we trust to have some knowledge in this area and have to roll with it and hope for the best. You know, it's funny. You said you hate the mustache. You could probably now put a monetary value on that mustache, <laughs> that mustache, whatever he was earning a little bit more with that stash. And I bet if they take it down, if he takes it down, if he ever did, I don't think he would. I don't think the sponsors would be too happy with a, a mustache list. Drew Timmy. No, he looks like a baby too. I mean, he looks like a baby <laughs> without his, all that facial hair. Like it's like a different guy. If can, we get, can you do ask him to have like a nice, like, spin or the the what do they wax it oh, up yeah, at the tips yeah yeah nice little you know i've tried to get him to groom that thing he will not do anything to groom that it, it's so ratty and and nasty sometimes and it's just he just kind of lets it be him so i'll ask him but uh i'm probably i mean i'm, I'm not looking forward to that stash either can't say that's in the real improvement <laughs> well, i'm gonna ask him is it okay if i ask him to do that? ask away rob listen anything you do that makes it look a little better if, if you can bring a little style to it surely that's got to be better than the wildness happening currently i have no style so i'm just gonna make him look <laughs> just as crazy i'm rob, letting you know rob style <laughs> rob style is loud he doesn't care what it is as long as it as long as it's eye-popping uh, <laughs> I know, I know, Megan, you had some questions for Rob, but before we get there, um, yes. you went to Stephen F. Austin. I did. Your husband went to SMU. I did. What, did your husband go to SMU before or after the death penalty? Uh, after he was oh, there 91 God. to 95. Wow. It's crazy. You're only like never. I, it's crazy <laughs> Stop, to think Jack. you might be closer Stop. in age than, than, than Drew. You know what I mean? That's yeah crazy to wrap my head around um how fun was it to go to uh spokane and watch your son kick the shit part of my french out of texas that was glorious <laughs> glorious it was absolutely awesome i was i mean i was nervous look we love chris beard we love that coaching staff um when they were at tech um a couple of assistants the assistants were from a&m like they are good people and they are great coaches and we really really like those guys and um you know it was um you know, I wouldn't have been sad if Drew had gone to Texas out the gate, right? Just when we were looking at schools, just geographically desirable. Obviously, Gonzaga was the better choice for him and couldn't be happier. Wouldn't second guess that. But, um, you know, I mean, there's a little there's a little pride there, a little extra something when you're playing a team like Texas. Not only were they number five, but um, in a really good team coached by some really good guys. But it's a I mean, it's a good quality win. And um, it's got a little extra something in there for Drew. Do you have any schools that rubbed you the wrong way during the recruiting process? You don't need to name names. I won't name names. But um, oh, can you tell you can you tell us how they steered you in the wrong direction, kind of thing? I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm 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 an open book kind of direct girl. I hope I don't get myself in trouble or really embarrass my kid, other than just playfully. But um, no, we had some coaches who would be um. Um, like, you know, we know your dad's really making the decision. And so we'll I mean, things like that openly. Um, and, and like, 
Drew would be like, man, if you can't get with my mom and my dad, I cannot be interested. Um, we had some others. We had one who the whole time had been telling Drew that he was going to get to play stretch four and all that. And then he, he came to do the visit and was sitting in our house. He's like, you know, we're only going to let you do the five. And then we're going to, after a year, we'll teach you how to do the four. And like, it was such the opposite of what we'd heard. We were kind of like, what? Classic, um, classic Tom Izzo, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, we had another <laughs> one. Yeah, no, I love Tom Izzo. No, okay. I, right. I love I gotcha. him. Well, no, well, no, it was not him. <laughs> Let me tell you what, I love Tom Izzo. He may be the funniest guy and he loves to like spar back in. Oh God, he is greatness. I absolutely love him. Um, we had like, a, we had another one that, um, I'm trying to think some of the better ones. I mean, we had some who would just be like, you know, you're really kind of our, you know, you, but we're not sure if you're our number one or number two choice or whatever. And we're like, oh, okay. Um, this has been fun. So um, just things like that. Yeah, um, just idiots. I'm I sorry. I can get tired on the recruiting trail and like, don't bring their A game sometimes. And so, I mean, I, I can't fault them too much. I think they forget what they say sometimes. I did get into one. Oh, I, I'm not going to tell this full story because it's a little, this one might embarrass Well, now you have to see Megan. That's no, this you. one's bad. Okay. So, uh, you know, we had a coach who was like really, really hardcore pressuring Drew, hardcore pressuring Drew. And he was, he was just turned 16 at the time. And so we kind of have this thing that like, if you ever, it's his job to have those conversations, it's his relationships to make. But if he ever got overwhelmed or he needed a little bit of help, he'd give me like an eye contact and I would essentially kind of model what it was so that next time he could do better. So this one coach was like, you know, it's like when you date a woman, you know, um, if you know, you know, um, you know, and so like, I want to know why you don't know right now. And I'm like, and was so he, Drew was kind of like freaking out. Was a coach like and, coming on to Drew in your living room? Yeah. He was, like, he was trying to make this. Finally, like it kept going. It's like very high pressure. So finally I was like, well, you know, so I was joking around. I'm like, well, you know, I want, I want, you know, Drew to date a lot of people, right? Like he needs to date around and, you know, so that he can really be sure what he likes and what he doesn't like. And, you know, all that. And he was like, oh, so you want him to be that kind of kid. And I'm like, yes, yes. I'd like my kid to be a man whore. And I'm like, oh my God, did I just say that out loud? I'm so sorry. Like, oh my God, did I just say that to a coach? Like I was, it was so bad. <laughs> I want it to apologize. So I, I need to apologize ahead of time for cutting that out out of context. Oh, I'm get on sorry. Social media. No, 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 no. no. Oh. Sorry. It's the best sound we're going to have the whole, the whole yeah, that podcast. Will, that will be really good. But it was one of the <laughs> days, like, I just, like, finally was, like, I just had it. So I just, like, blurted it out. And then I was kind of looking around the room. The coach just kind of fell on the floor dying laughing. And I'm looking around going, I'm real sorry, fellas. Like, I was possessed or something. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> Have you approved? But, uh, have you approved of now that we're on the subject? Now that you let us here, Megan, have you approved of all of uh, Drew's girlfriends in the past? Um. Oh, oh damn! You're gonna ask these questions. Well, he's not a Rob Zachary. I'll say that according to what I've heard. But no. <laughs> <laughs> what have you? Out of curiosity, well, that yeah, what that have you heard? What have you heard? I don't uh, know if it's appropriate for a podcast. I don't. That's make fair. That's fair. Much. I can valid. <laughs> I can validly agree with that. <laughs> um, no, I mean, you know, Drew. Listen, I've told Drew like be be kind and be honest, and and you know that that's all you have to do. But I, I will say this: like he finds good people. Like he finds good people, and so he doesn't. He doesn't like a lot of drama. He's just a very chill kid, and he finds good people. So I I, I have to say that all of his friends, girls, guys, whatever, um, certainly have been 
pretty awesome. It's it's a bummer that you haven't met Rob Sacre in person. I know, right? I've met his daddy. I have met I met Mr. Timmy. I, I saw you from a distance in your red suit one time, but that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. The red the red was, suit is a go-to. That was pretty spectacular, I have to say. It only comes out once a year, if that, and stays in the closet as long as it can. <laughs> uh, are you guys when you guys go to games? Uh, Hair Club, Bulldog Club, or when? What's the other club, Rob? The new club, Six uh, Bulldog. No, it's, it's Court Sixty Three. I think it is, and uh, Volker Center. No, we've never been invited. That, see, that no. is a crime. That is. We didn't that, know. Okay. That well, is we're gonna get you in. What, what what game are you going to this year? Uh well, we just got back. I don't know. I have to look and see. I can't remember. I'll have to look and see our next one. But yeah, we didn't know. I was sitting next to my my new BFF the other night and um Zag Chick and um <laughs> you know, she would tell me about it. And I was like, Well, I didn't even know they had that. Uh you know what? It's funny. A couple of years ago, I would think maybe this is an issue because you know you don't want you can't give too much good treatment to the parents or whatever, however the, the compliance BS. You got to roll out the red carpet for the Timmies. <laughs> Am I right, Rob? Rob used to work. Rob worked there a couple of years ago, as you know. So you know. if you're listening, uh, social media intern, this is a crime. The next time the Timmies <laughs> are in town, you guys are going to go back a couple of times this year, I would hope, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure we will. I, I, I Drew can't, I can't go without stalking Drew too often. Bless well, heart. let us, let me know and we're okay. getting beer. We'll All right, get I'm beer. in. I'm definitely and- in for that yeah you just let me know i'll show up and drink some beer all with right y'all. are you an absolute no on vegas rob which time first time either one yeah first um, time first time yeah no no not in march yeah i i honestly forgot it was thanksgiving last week i <laughs> i keep forgetting honestly it's thanksgiving next week i have no clue if everyone's like oh i can't make it this week i got something for thanksgiving or next week i'm like this is past me, man. I, I so no, basically. Uh, Megan, Timmy, we are so thankful for your time. We appreciate you. And uh, yeah, as I alluded to earlier, the Gonzaga family is much better with the Timmy family. Well, you guys are sweet. Listen, we feel like we hit the jackpot. Didn't even know how great it was going to be um, for our kid, first and foremost. But then for us, it's so much fun. But Jack, can I ask Rob a couple of questions? Oh my God, I did please. Have- Rob, I have some questions. Nobody told me the backstory on these, so I'm going to apologize in advance, but some little birdies may have told me to ask you a few questions. Um, I was told to ask you, why did you change your number from double zero? Oh, you really (laughs) want to know? I do. So I just felt like 21 had a curse. So I I had to get out of that number. And then, uh, I, there was a player for San Fran named Hyman Taylor. And <laughs> bingo, same face I made when I first heard that name. Hyman Taylor, RIP. Uh, he dunked on one of our guys and his number was zero. So he, I said, He died? He did die. Oh, I just wow. found out. I just found out that uh, not too long ago. Anyways. <laughs> He dunked on one of our players so hard, and his number was zero. And I said, double zero for a double dose of this hero. I will be double zero. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, so that's how I got my double zero, to be honest with you. 
Okay. I have tattoo questions. I was also told to ask you about some of your tattoos. Okay. Start with your FUBU one. I heard that you were going (laughs) to bring it back. Going to bring it back. I went to the Empire State Building. I went to the headquarters and everything. Yeah, I've been. I've met Damon James and all that. It's been cool. I've had a great time with FUBU. This is actually, they sent me this. They own Kuji. It's funny you said that. Yeah. FUBU still exists? Oh, they just, they bought a different, they bought a bunch of different uh, companies. Kuji is one. And uh, yeah, no, I stay, when I went there, I went to the 60th floor, saw the whole headquarters. So my whole goal was to like, that was always what one of the things I wanted was in the NBA or when I was a kid to be sponsored by FUBU because all I owned was FUBU. Now, where are you getting these questions? I don't I know. I have some, I have a, I have a couple more. If, if Keep them going. I, okay. I yeah, no, this is intriguing. Okay. So two more, then I'll ask you, you can tell me, I'll see if you can guess he was telling me at the end. Okay. So then I was told to ask about your Mount Rushmore tattoo. Oh, damn. Who is <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Cool. (laughs) So it's not done yet. I'm still working on it, but it's like some of the most influential people. I have to say Snoop Dogg, DMX and uh, Mike Tyson. They're they're not, they're they're my favorite. So I don't give a damn what other people think, but they're on there with, I'm going to put some more on. uh, Who are the candidates for the additional spots? Master P is one of them. He's one of my favorite rappers and biggest, like best entrepreneur in the world. Started it all. I, if you look up, he's, I just look up to the man. So he's up there now. Great episode. Great, great episode of MTV Cribs, Master P. I know who bought that or who, who he bought that house from in Baton Rouge too. It's crazy. Anyways. All right. More questions. Okay. I got, I have two more. So the other one was to ask about, did you really get a dove tattoo before a basketball game? Your big dove tattoo? Did she get this shit from you? No, dude. I don't, I I knew, I knew that you got, that was the San Francisco story. Yes. I knew you got a tattoo. I didn't know it was a dove. Take, sorry. Answer, answer the question, Robert. Okay, so we've done some dumb shit on on the road. Okay. Um, Yeah. Uh, You know, we were at Venice. And when you're in Venice, when in Rome, do what the Romans do. So I just decided to get a tattoo. Big old dove tattoo? Yeah, and it's screwed up. So I've had to get it covered up slowly. And it's just so painful. Anyways. Did that not hurt playing after a tattoo? Right. I got enough. I got enough. It, it's all it just it's all one one pain it, it, short short pain for a long game what okay. he's not what he's not sharing is the timeline it was a thursday saturday road trip on the off day on friday <laughs> the dude got a tattoo on his back a dude, right it was, was it your back a back yeah. to the basket big division one basketball got a back tattoo yeah 24 hours before a game I've gotten tattoos. Yeah, maybe I've gotten a lot of tattoos before games there ah. during. Yeah. So I, it, it is what it is. Anyways, yes. These okay. questions got me. I have, off, I have one last question, but I'm, I'm a little afraid for this one. So y'all can edit it out, right? If it's not. No, it's, it's fine. It doesn't. I'm, I'm not going to edit anything. No, you yeah, oh won't, you won't <laughs> edit this. Anyways, I, it, I know it's going to get real personal if you start with that. Okay. Here I we just. Go. 
Well, I just heard that you, somebody said that you had a girlfriend that you referred to as Butterball. Is this true? (laughs) (laughs) Who knows that? Oh, oh, I know who knows. I know where this came from. I know. Yes, I did. Anyways, I did. I I don't think she listens. I don't think she listens. So I think. Oh, she'll listen now. I guarantee (laughs) you she'll listen now. I guarantee you she'll listen now. The butterball. Yes. <laughs> She's not the butterball anymore either. No, God, no. Far from it. Um, Wait, actually, I don't even know what that means. Like She's just a little uh, um, voluptuous. Round. round. And you really did call her butterball? That's so mean. <laughs> it was a term of endearment. I forgot you called her butterball. <laughs> I forgot about that. I remember... That girl, though, is synonymous with like my I'm a year older than Rob. And when we think Rob college relationships, we think of this girl. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh totally. <my> God. <laughs> 100%. Because Rob had a couple of years after we left. But our memory of Rob as a junior is, is this girl. I forgot. You called <laughs> well, that's that mean spirited. I didn't know that that was a real thing. Well, see, I got set up. I didn't know. Sorry, Rob. No, it's okay. I I did hear other. I did hear other girl stories, like in questions that I decided I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on those. I'll save those for I'll save those for over a beverage at some point. You know what? At this point, Pandora's box is open. So (laughs) I think you can already ask whatever's what's on your mind. (laughs) Nope, I'm good. I feel like I got a wealth of information. I feel like your listeners probably did too. They certainly did. Oh, the Jack is just giddy. He is smitten. If you ever call me Butterball, we will not be friends. Here's the thing. I'm telling you right now. (laughs) I will not say anything. I promise you this. I will not say anything I won't say to your face. I'm not sure if that's comforting. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's how I am. I'm just straight up direct. I like it. I'll call the Butterball the Butterball while I'm (laughs) snuggling with the Butterball. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. Megan Timmy, <laughs> exceeding expectations. Megan, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Um, hope to see you in Vegas. And then uh, who knows? San Francisco, New Orleans, as uh, as we inch closer and closer to spring. What, Rob, can you promise you'll go to New Orleans at least? Oh, to hang out with the Timmy's. without a doubt. Okay, great. I already got that ticket. Okay, great. <laughs> Megan, we know it's late. Thank you so much for taking the time. We appreciate it. All right. <laughs> thank, thank you, guys. From the Thanks again to Megan Timmy. Unbelievable. I don't want to say I want to make a habit out of getting parents on, but if it goes as well as that, I might start DMing parents. Yeah. There you go again. There <laughs> you go again. Uh, thank you for listening. Like, subscribe, subscribe, and like. Vegas next week. We're going to try to get episodes out. It's going to be hard. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Hey, well, we always make it work, Jack. Listen, I've got you responsibilities. Got yeah, you do, but we always make it work. We Rob has a cat. The- Rob's got Bubs. a cat. Bubs. And if I get another one, I'm naming him Ricky. Ricky. Bubs, Bubs. Ricky. Oh, from, that's a tra- see. Ricky's the trailer park boy that I know. Yeah, I, that's how I grew up. That's don't why they get I, a, don't they get arrested at the end of every? Those episode? are my role models growing up. <laughs> That explains everything in my life. It's not that old, is it? Chiller Park Boys? Uh, I was in the seventh grade when it first came out. Oh, so it is that old. Because yeah. it, it just kind of hit 
American pop culture, or maybe it was like a Renaissance. Yeah, it just like, it like just, 10, five years ago, six years ago. Yeah, exactly. That it's been what I'm probably twelve. I was like eleven or twelve. Perfect time to watch that. Start watching that show. <laughs> I gotta go, Jack. I, know, I, I know. gotta go. Any, we, we, this is one of our longest episodes. I got shit to do. Any thoughts on the the Duke DUI situation? There you go. Did you know that? A I'm betting, not getting involved with you know all that a, these young guys getting in trouble. Did you know that a betting a DUI is a crime in North Carolina? And do you know what that means? Neither do I. All right. Thank you for listening. Like, subscribe, subscribe, like. Uh, Rob, what do you got for us? To move a mountain starts with a little stone. From the corner! And it's over! Gonzaga! The slipper still fits! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.